0: Well, he's one of our faves. We're talking to Brett Ryan from Focus on the Family Australia. Good morning, Brett. Good morning. Oh, we always do love talking to you. It's a shame we can't be talking
1: with Kate too, but, but yeah, we
0: are praying. We're for praying Kate. for
1: her voice, and it'll come yeah, back. Appreciate real soon. that. She's just had no voice for about eight weeks now, oh. so yeah. it's um, it's very quiet in our household. <laughs> Um, and she's just been feeling generally lousy. We're None the wiser of what's going on. So your prayers and your listeners' mm. prayers will be very much appreciated.
0: Yes. Well, yeah. we we'll certainly trust that she'll be back to full health real mm. soon. Yeah. But uh, it's been a pretty crazy uh, oh. time around our world. I mean, lots of, you know, you turn the news on. It's just like Devast- one thing yeah. after the other. devastation. And after I devastation. guess the biggest thing for families is how do you, you know, communicate some of that stuff and how do you, you know, like, you know, I guess even the thought of do we shield the kids from it or do we expose them to it? Like how do you sort of navigate that with the, with the family?
1: Yeah, it's a great question because this is a very relevant. Um, obviously, it, it, you're in those in Queensland would have had the floods. You know, you can't hide them because it's always around yeah. them. You know, mm. the water's flying around. But, for example, the conflict over in the Ukraine and, and in Russia, um, your kids will see something or hear something. And if you don't fill in the gaps, they will come to their own conclusions. Mm. But that doesn't mean you overwhelm them with too much information. And you have to look at yourself and say, how much am I consuming and how much am I processing this? Am I in fear? Am I Mm. anxious about things? Mm. And that doesn't have to be regarding the wars. It could be other things. We need to go at the level and the pace and the maturity of our children. Some children are naturally inquisitive. They just want to know everything about what's going on. And you go to that level. And other kids go... Yeah, what what, what war, what conflict? Um, you don't want them to be, you know, kept in bubble wrap, but mm. you don't want to overwhelm them because then they will actually become more stressed or more anxious or more f- fearful if you um, give them too much information.
0: It's about knowing your kids, isn't it? Yeah. Because even you might have, you know, one child that is very in- inquisitive and the other one that's not. So you need to sort of, I guess, even consider differences
1: within the family. One thing you could do, if you don't know where your child is uh, is at, it might be simply to say, have you heard about what's happening over overseas in the Ukraine? And they might go, yeah, I have heard about what's going on. Mm -hmm. Do you have any questions? And then they can actually fill in the gaps of what Mm -hmm. they understand of what's going on. And then you go at that level. They yeah, might just smart. say, "Well, there's a you know," a, a, the, they might go to the worst case scenario. Yeah, children are dying, and we're gonna have, we're gonna have bombs in our backyard as well. And you know, it's gonna th- because they're filled in that narrative themselves. Yeah. So then you need to actually right size those things. And it's it's, no, it's overseas, it's not not happening here it's very sad and what do you think we could do to help them mm. we could pray or we could we could maybe write a card to maybe a, a a government agency to be able to support a family or we might be able to give them some money we we might there's some things that we could do yeah. but most importantly is letting you know you are safe here mm. and mummy and daddy are always going to be here for them and and that may just give them that sense of peace and confidence that Things aren't going to be as – aren't as bad as what their mind could have gone. Um, But going at the level and the pace of maturity is a really good place to start. Yeah.
0: And I do like what you said, just going back a bit, the point that you made about if we're sort of not talking about it and shielding it from them and then they're going to school, well, someone else is filling in their point of Mm. view for them, aren't they? And and I think sometimes we can do that. Oh, we'll just turn the news off for now because we're trying to sort it out ourselves. But we actually – Sort of can't shield them too much because they're going to hear from it somewhere. And I really liked and wanted to reiterate that th- someone else will be filling in that gap, other than yeah, their parental very units so. or family.
1: Mm. And and you have a vested interest in your child's health and well-being, so it's better to coming from you. Mm. And we could talk about that on every issue, yeah. you know, all the big issues. Yeah. It's better that they come; they can come to you about anything and everything, and all questions uh, are are open. And that you will be able to help them. And if you don't know the answers, you will then do your yeah. best to actually get a response and get the right answer. Because, as you said, their kids will come to their own conclusions or so there'll be somebody else who may not have the, the line with the same values and belief systems. And and so, we have to as know where our values and belief systems are and where do, where do we process these things. And so, our children shouldn't be someone that we lean on. We should find other people, other mature people. Other uh, adults that we can talk to and vent and process and uh, and then we get in a right space because our kids deserved for our for us to be at the best possible way we can mentally health physically emotionally and relationally.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah, good right. point. And I guess even working through the spiritual dynamics of it as well like you talked about praying for the situation but I guess you know looking at the big picture of like you know where is God in this and looking at what does the Bible say about wars and that sort of thing, you know, like, so trying to, I guess, look at a bit of a, I don't know whether you call it like a discipleship thing, but I guess talking about some of the spiritual dynamics of it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's no surprise to God, you know, we live in a fallen and broken world and we can talk about that with our children. And, uh, you know, these, this is, it breaks God's heart to see this happening. Mm. And it's not, he is not surprised by it. And uh, he is um, allowing it, for whatever reasons and higher purposes than we could ever understand, and people are hurt through this, but God is in control. God is sovereign. Um, we have to be careful about, you know, our language. Saying, "Oh, well, it's the end times." You know, this is mm-hmm. what's going to happen. If yeah, our children hear that, they're going to think, "Well, the world's coming to an end." What, what, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, we could say the same thing about our great grand. Parents Mm -hmm. saying the same thing. The world's going to end. You know, there's the end times. Fast forward another 70, 80 years. So we have no idea. We need to live the moment that it is our last day on earth and live like it's we're going to be living forever. We we have that both that, Mm. that. approach when it comes to God that he is sovereign and I'm going to serve him no matter how many days I am here on this earth or not and give him my very, very best. Mm. And kids need to understand that they also need to have God is their Lord and Savior as well. And we need to, you know, encourage them to explore their own faith and to own their own faith. And because it's one of the greatest privileges mm-hmm. to see your children come to an understanding of, that they also need a Savior, just mm-hmm. like we as adults. Okay. Yeah, so true. That's great.
0: Good reminder, Brett. It's certainly very topical and appreciate your insight on that today. We look forward to catching up with you again next week.
1: It's always a pleasure.